welcome to this week's episode of Do You Still Like Me? A podcast for the unhinged by the unhinged. My name is Jace. And my name is Ree. It's so nice to see you, Jace. How are you going today? It's wonderful to see your beautiful smiley face as well. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. That's good. How are you doing? I'm okay. Um, I'm a little bit tired. It was quite warm today in Sydney, but um, yeah, it was nice. I I got outside a lot today, which was good. Uh, my legs are going to be very my legs are going to be very mad at me tomorrow, but that's that's fine. <laughs> I, I can just hang out in bed. It's hot here too. I'm recording mm. this. Uh, do you want to just describe for the fans <laughs> what I'm wearing? Okay, Jace is wearing what looks to be a sports bra and underwear. That's right. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Roll the chair back in. It's too hot to wear clothes. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not wearing clothes. That's very understandable. Sometimes it is just too hot for clothes. And yucky, yeah. yucky. Yeah, yeah. So I've got a little bit of housekeeping right oh. up the top before we jump into the episode. Oh, boy. Uh, no, it's nothing bad. <laughs> I'm like, are we making a retraction? What did we say now? No retractions. No. <laughs> everything. We stand by everything we said. Yes. All of that racist stuff we said in the last episode. <laughs> Was I supposed to cut that out? <laughs> we stand Jay- by it. Jace. All right, come on. Housekeeping. Um, what is it? <laughs> Ree's already done with me. Let's go. Uh so I was thinking last week I spoke a lot about uh, my experiences with a narcissistic parent and uh, the various forms of abuse that I suffered yes. as a child. Yes. And I was thinking to myself as I was editing, am I talking about this too much? Is this something that I should maybe not, um, maybe not bring up all the time? Mm. But then I got a message from someone after we released the podcast saying that hearing me talk about my experiences really helped them with realizing that they've suffered the same things and that it wasn't okay. And they said that listening to me talk about it just felt really validating. And yeah, it really, it, it, it warmed my little cockles, the cockles of my heart. Uh, no, I realized that it's good it's it's fine to talk about it because like when we started this podcast that's what we wanted we wanted to talk about our experiences and in hopes of uh maybe connecting with people and letting people know that they're they're not the only ones out there that are fucked up and I guess I just never equated that to what I experienced as a kid right right and I it sucks that someone else is going through I know a lot of people are going through it but it sucks that other people have experienced what I've experienced, but at the same time, it feels a bit like you know, we're a club. We can support each other through it, and um, I'm happy to talk about it if it means that other people who have experienced it are getting something from it. So just wanted to bring that up up top. So thank you for that, the person who wrote in, you know who you are. Um, That's pretty bloody cute. That's yeah, really nice, it meant a lot actually. To me. It really meant a lot to me. Aww. 
Emotional. You? Emotional? Never. <laughs> Never. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Fucking fight me, okay? <laughs> uh, I will. I feel I feel like, look, I get roasted a lot on this podcast. So any opportunity that I have to give you back a little bit of what you're giving me, <laughs> I will jump on that, okay? <laughs> wow, that is so unlike... That is so unlike a white person to co-opt something from a person of color. Oh, oh, here we go. Here we go. I'll play in the race card. <laughs> the moment that left my mouth, I was like, oh, shit. I'm going to, I'm going to cobble together a supercut of just all the times that you've jokingly been racist <laughs> and just <laughs> Speaking of racist. Oh, okay. <laughs> nice little segue. Yeah. There's a fucking car. Of course there's fucking, of course there's tra- a fucking car. traffic along the street mm-hmm. when we're recording. It's fine. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Mm-hmm. It's not a personal attack and I will not take it that way. Um, anyway, racism. <laughs> Speaking of racism, there you may have seen the news that there's a Peppa Pig theme park opening in Florida. No, I did not see that at all. Well, yes, there's a whole entire theme park dedicated to Peppa Pig opening in Florida. Yeah. Which, I mean, I didn't realise that Peppa Pig was such a huge... um, I didn't realise people stand Peppa Peppa Pig as much as they do. Apparently the internet fucking loves Peppa Pig. Yeah, I knew that Peppa Pig was a big thing because... As I've previously mentioned, I spend way too much time on TikTok for a 29-year-old. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of a lot of people like making remixes of like Peppa Pig like uh, videos and like audios and stuff and making them I more know that- adult, which is it's so dumb, but it's very funny to me. <laughs> I know that the uh, clip of Peppa who when she couldn't whistle, I know that went pretty viral oh, yeah. a couple years ago. Yeah. <laughs> my both my kids loved Peppa Pig, so I kind of, of can't see it from the TikToker's point of view. I kind of just see it as a parent. Yeah. But I didn't know that it was popular enough to have its own theme park. Hugely popular, extremely popular. Apparently, uh, February twenty four, two thousand twenty two, the Peppa Pig Florida theme park is opening, and according to Attractions Magazine, mm. the employees there are going to be called Puddle Jumpers. Okay. Which to me sounds like a slur. <laughs> oh no! Does it not sound like? Oh, I. It sounds yeah. like something my yeah. family would have been called, and um, when we migrated to to Australia, you, you jumped. You jumped the puddle that is the Pacific fucking ocean. You dirty fucking puddle jumpers, get out of my country. Oh my god. Does it not oh sound god. like a slur? It does. It Doesn't does sound it sound like fucking slur. horrible? It sounds like a fucking slur. Jesus. Okay. <laughs> Who's in their marketing department? What are they doing? I think doing? we need to have a word with them. How do we get in there? But I mean, I, I don't know what I would replace it with though. That's the problem. Because I think it's just it's because it's a it's a it's a verb noun. What do you mm. call that? Is that a, there's a word it's, for it's that? It's a noun verb. It's an it's a nerve. <laughs> a nerve. Well, it was noun then verb. Puddle jumper. Yeah, it's weird because it's describing yeah an action as a yeah yeah. I'm trying to think of other notable ones that I 
am allowed to say. Um, <laughs> Re going through their mind of a list of slurs. Like carpet muncher. I can say carpet muncher because yes, Lord knows yes. I have munched on my fair share of carpet. Uh, like it's, But yeah, it sounds like that. It's that kind of yeah. cadence. You know, uh, I made the mistake of uh, walking through George Street, Sydney on uh, on Mardi Gras and uh, there were so many fucking rug munchers there. It sounds the same as fucking I went down to Bankstown to get some bread and there were so many dirty fucking puddle jumpers there. Oh, my God. Does it not? Oh, my God. Peppa, <laughs> what are you doing, girl? I, I think that I wasn't very I think girl, we need to cancel Peppa. It wasn't. It wasn't very it was, cool. Blossom, you pepper pig. It was very gatekeep. <laughs> oh my god! It's also a. Uh, it will be a certified autism partner, which sounds good, but also, I'm not sure. I'm very suspicious of anyone that like. Yeah. I, I know it's bad, and there yeah. are good corporations out there but it does sort of worry me a little bit there are good ones but then also there's fucking autism speaks and they're one of the biggest ones and they're as one of the worst ones also as long as they don't partner with autism speaks and they actually um yeah you know yeah well it's good actually the the peppa pig balloon ride apparently will accommodate wheelchairs oh that's heaps of other areas of the park will as well so it's really good that they're making it accessible from the start yeah yeah it sounds like a really accessible progressive theme park um so they probably had to throw the the puddle jumper thing in there to to appeal to like the right wingers keep the bigots happy keep the bigots happy it's like oh i don't See, know you've got to throw a this, bone to the bigots this, every now and then this park seems a bit too much like socialism to me <laughs> it's like oh no no but there's puddle jumpers all like, you know keep the alan jones crowd happy Those, exactly yeah. all the the trump supporters need their bit as well they, they need people to be called they've been forgotten for far too long yes no one. Why can't we do something oh, for the right wingers? The, the media has never talked about the right wing at all. They don't dominate the conversation ever. Is it weird that the first thing that popped to mind was that that sounds like a slur? Because no, like I said, that the, the cadence of it sounds very much slurish. I looked at the tweet and then I looked at all the replies and the quote tweets, mm. and. I'm the only one that said that it sounded like a slur. But then when I tweeted it out, a lot of people agreed with me. So. Mm. Maybe I, I'm. I think what it is, Jace. <laughs> I think what it is, Jace, is um, that our side of Twitter just didn't really care about the fact that there was a Peppa Pig theme park. Well, like I said, I, saw I it. came into this podcast not knowing that that was a thing. So I think maybe you're just a bit of a dork. No, the only reason I saw it is because <laughs> a full grown lesbian uh-huh. tweeted it onto my timeline retweeted onto my timeline with no comment they are very into Peppa Pig but they're the coolest person I've ever seen so maybe maybe we're the dorks like I said I didn't know anything about it so maybe we're the puddle du- jumpers <laughs> are we the puddle jumpers Jason White <laughs> anyone can jump a puddle I can't I'm fucking disabled <laughs> Believe in your heart. Believe in my heart. And you can Believe in it. my heart, not my ankles. Exactly. Um, <laughs> well, if the if the rides are going to be wheelchair accessible, maybe the puddle jumping also will be dis- disability accessible. 
Maybe we can get you in a harness, like a jolly jumper that the babies go in that you hang on the door frames oh that are attached God, to the elastic. Like the elastic. Yeah, we can Those bounce you nuts. over the puddle. And then you can be a puddle jumper. My my dream. My one dream. <laughs> Do you ever remember, um, like, in shopping centres, they would set mm-hmm. up these things where it was like a tramp- trampolines and they had those harnesses. Mm-hmm. And, like, you could jump on the trampoline with those elastic harnesses and go up really high. Yeah. I only went on once and mm. I, I was so scared. I, I beefed it so hard. I had to get off after like five minutes because I was just jumping up and down. I was like, nope, this is this is terrifying. I had <laughs> mates, mates who were doing like flips and shit because I'm pretty sure that was why they had the yeah. plastic harnesses so you could do You were supposed to do the flips. Stuff. And I was just like, bounce, bounce, bounce. <laughs> yeah, I'm done now because I'm too much of a fucking wimp. Um, but you know what? I feel like at this point in my life, uh, I have nothing to lose. I don't have, uh, the fear that I used to, the fear of dying. You, know, you don't have now, the, yeah, I was going to say you don't have the don't will have to the, live. So I don't have the, I don't have the will to live. So fucking put me in one of those things. I'll jump over puddles. I'll jump over anything. <laughs> I'll go Superman on this shit, man. Leaping the- tall buildings in a single bound. <laughs> You just you need to get up the top level to go to Peter Alexander, and you're just like, "Doing, fling me up there, please." <laughs> just like a human slingshot. Exactly. I never went on them because when I was, they used to have them in Fox Studios all the time, but the weight limit was mm. something like eighty kilos, and I think at the time I might have been heavier than that. Yeah. And. I could never yeah. go on them because I was always too heavy. I think the fact that I only just came in under the weight limit was another reason why I was too scared to do anything too funky on those things. Mm. I was like, what if it snaps and I just fly <laughs> across West Point and smash it to a window <laughs> and just slide down? Look, up in the air. Is it a bird? Is it a plane? No, it's Re. <laughs> Literally supermanning. No, it's some... It's some fat emo kid just do <laughs> just fucking hit the window like like a bird that wasn't really paying attention and just slide down with the cartoon sound effects, the sliding down the glass. That would have been me. And I was too scared to do it. Do you remember sitting in the school library and just having birds fly into the window? Yes. Yes, I do. That happened all the time. Yes, Why did I that do. happen all the time? I don't know, but I feel like that's definitely a universal experience. Um, why does it's always the same window? Why does this shit happen more when people are at school? Why are birds True. always flying into the windows when you're at school and not in other situations? It always seems to be hmm. the most common that they're doing it when you're at school. At least from like my memory and from like my talking to my friends. Maybe our school was some sort of weird in the middle bird of some magnet? weird bird Yeah, some bird flight path or something. <gasps> the the bird the bird muter triangle. <laughs> no, that was bad. That was bad. No, no, no. No. Did we just did we just make another movie? Oh, no, Jace, no, not another movie. <laughs> oh, my I God. I feel like at this point we could start our own studio. We should start our own studio. We really should. No. Well, I mean, but, yeah, like, it was just where birds went to disappear and yeah. die. 
and like, just because they'd fly into the thing, they'd go boom. You'd mm-hmm. see them do it, and yeah. you'd all run up to the window, and then the bird would just be gone. Yeah, and I feel bad for all of the little bird families out there. Well, you know, dad's gone off to get the food for the day and just never <laughs> came home. It's like, all right, look, I, I, look, I know how they're feeling. All right. <laughs> as a fellow member of, as a fellow member of the dad fucked off club, I get it. <laughs> and all the little baby birds are sitting there like, what did we do wrong? And then they start listening to my chemical romance. <laughs> and, uh, and the mum's like, 14. I bet he ran off with Sandra. <laughs> Elsa just came back from a camp this afternoon. She went on her first uh, overnight camp and talking about the um, thingies, the the trampoline thingies mm. in the shopping centres made mm. me think of that because on her camp she did um, the giant swing. Did you ever do the giant swing? I never went on a school camp, Jace. <sighs> I think I talked about uh. this before. I literally never went on school camp. I wasn't allowed to. Because one, we didn't have the money, and two, I wouldn't eat anything. <laughs> but I have always heard tales of the giant swing and yes, ropes probably from me. and stuff. <laughs> probably, but no, I would love to hear about this. Well, I the giant swing was my absolute all-time favorite thing to do on school camps. Mm. It was like 15 meters high, and it's basically, essentially, it's a slingshot with a child in it. That sounds like so much fun. I would love to slingshot a child. <laughs> you should become a camp leader and then you can, can just I, can launch I pick, children. Can I, pick the, the can I pick the children? Because I have a few in mind. <laughs> you know, they're harnessed, right? They don't actually get launched. Aww. They are Damn safe, it. unfortunately. Oh, all right, I guess. I can, I can fantasize at least. <laughs> but yeah, so did 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 Elsa go on the giant swing? She's the biggest scaredy cat in the world. She wouldn't even go on the Wild Wild West ride at Movie World because she said it was too scary. She went on the giant swing. She was one of two children who went all the way to the top of the swing. I was oh my so proud. fucking god! That sounds like she killed it. I'm so proud of her. That's awesome. They pulled her up a, like a meter or two, and she was gonna say stop. She didn't want to go any higher. Um, because the kids pull you. It's like some big bonding exercise where they harness you in. Oh, this one. Yes, yeah. Yes, and then yes, the kids yes. pull you by a rope and just launch, like just hold you up in the air and then you pull a ripcord and then you go- just swing. Right. And she right. And you're was- allowed to kind of say where you want to yeah. go up to. Yeah, you're allowed to stop <laughs> wherever you want. And she was yeah. going to stop a metre in, but then her class teacher was taking the kids on a bushwalk, another group on a bushwalk, and she was like, go Elsa, you can do it. And all the kids were cheering and Elsa's like, Aww. and I just felt so good in that moment. I thought, wow, maybe I can do it. And I just didn't say stop until I got all the way to the top. And I was like, oh my God, that's so fucking cute. Your child is so courageous and eloquent. I love I'm, that. That's wonderful. I'm so proud. I did the giant swing every single year that I went to camps because mm-hmm. I went to the school camps mm-hmm. and to the music camps and things yes. like that because yes. I was a little fucking little Nikki Webster music bitch. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes. And on all of these camps, they had the giant swing. Right, right. And I always went all the way up to the top because I fucking loved it. Yeah. And one time I had my hair in two piggy tails. Mm-hmm. As was the fashion of the time. It wasn't. I was just a fucking loser. But yes. I was all the way at the top and I had to pull the ripcord, which was right here by your head. Oh, no. And 
<laughs> oh no. Oh yeah. Oh no. <laughs> and I remember counting down. They counted down. They were like three, two, one, and I went boom and pulled on my ponytail. <laughs> I, like, so <laughs> fucking hard. Ow. It hurt. Ow. But I didn't stop. What I did was as soon as I pulled the ponytail, I pulled the ripcord. Oh like, no! Like immediately after. So you're so like, my head was throbbing. <gasps> and then you just get launched, <laughs> just launched down through Holy the air, shit. and I was like crying. <laughs> oh god! It hurts so bad because you know how sensitive my head is. I, it's a miracle that I have my hair up because. Mm. I could never have it up at school. I would yeah. have a bobby pin in it and I would get a headache. I was like the princess and the pea, but with fucking hair. my head. <laughs> so I pulled my hair. It killed. And then immediately I pulled the rip cord. I don't know why. I think maybe I was like embarrassed or in shock or something. Yeah. And then I just never told anyone about it. I was crying my eyes out. Aww. And they were like, oh, it's so scary, isn't it? And I was like, Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Even though I'd done it like four times before. <laughs> You're like, this is I was fucking, too embarrassed you know. to tell them that I'd just ripped my hair out of my head. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Jesus. Man, mm. that sounds fun, though. Like, I, yeah, I, so, like, I still sometimes get sad about the fact that I was never able yeah. to go on school camps and shit. But, you know, I'm an adult now, so I can do other fun things. Like, we should taxes and substance abuse. Oh, yay. <laughs> yay. That's, that's what kids have to look forward to. <laughs> they do. I can't wait. Now, little Ree, what do you want to be when you grow up? I want to be an alcoholic. <laughs> Just like my dad. <laughs> um, Another camp story. Yes, please, regale me. Because, like, seriously, I'm living vicariously through this. I'll, t- I'll tell you all I about. I hope you understand. I will tell you everything. One time we had, do you remember the giant drop at Questacon? Did you ever go to Questacon? I never went to Questacon. Oh, that's right. That was a camp. Oh, I'm so yeah. sorry. <laughs> wow, bitch, showing you camp. Privilege. I'll take you to Questacon. Please Next time me. I go to Sydney, yeah, we can go drive to Canberra and we'll go to Questacon. Yay. I'll take thanks. you. But yeah, the giant drop, uh, giant slide, sorry, is that? what it's called i don't know what the fuck it's called but it's Mm. essentially it's like a half pipe Mm. with like just a really long one and you just hang by a bar and you let go and it's like a free fall and then just a a little dip at the end to like cradle you into the the landing i i never did it there was one at at my camp Mm. i never did it because you were gonna love this oh yeah i bet you had to wear a, bo- a boiler suit and the boiler suit didn't fit me, not because I was wide, but because my jorts were too big. Chase! <laughs> oh my The boiler God. suit wouldn't okay, come up. Kevin. Um, okay, Kevin. I couldn't get Oh honey. They wouldn't fit over my jorts. You were <laughs> like oh my I was God. <gasps> Fucking hell. See, I would have been fine because I would have been wearing my skinny jeans. I would have been okay. Exactly. I would have been you... fine. I, and also I would have absolutely reveled in wearing a boiler suit. I would have put it Me on. Me too! What? I would have put it on and I would have immediately been like, look guys, I'm in slipknot. Like <laughs> 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 
<laughs> I would have been having the time of my life. <laughs> I I also would have loved to have worn the boiler suit. Unfortunately, yes. that didn't that didn't happen. Unfortunately, unfortunately, you uh look, you had to stick to to your jorts. You're very loyal to your massive, massive look, fucking jorts. Beauty is pain, okay? Yes. Yes. And those jorts were a thing of beauty. <laughs> and caused me great pain. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh dear. Is this episode just going to be me asking you, do you remember? And you saying, no, I never went to camp because yes. I was just about to yes. say. Essentially, yes. Did, do you, you would remember this though, because you have driven up to Queensland before. I have. I have driven up to Queensland many a time. Do you remember the Uluru at Tea Gardens? Yes. The fake Uluru. The fake Uluru. It's gone now. Mm-hmm. It burnt down. It burnt down. It's thankfully because that place was shocking. Uh, racist (laughs) i had a school camp there oh lord in in the uluru did you sleep well (laughs) no but i did eat in it that's where our mess hall was Mm. Mm. so uh imagine walking into a giant fiberglass uluru yeah and uh to the smell of hot baked beans um bacon and dishwasher that sounds horrifying i don't think it's fucking awful that sounds like my least favorite experience uh no no thank you i think i'll be okay so that's where our that's where our meals were all all were were i can't speak i'm having i think i'm having a (laughs) our cabins were maybe a kilometer away and there was a morning bus that took you to breakfast but if you missed the bus you had to walk right Guess we missed the bus every morning. Oh, Jace. <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to get up real early next time and catch the bus. And I never did. You fucking, oh my God. So you had to walk to the fake Uluru. <laughs> and sit there and not eat because I hated everything that they served for breakfast. Yeah, I would have hated everything they served too. Almost certainly. But maybe I should explain the Uluru at Tea Gardens. Yes. For people that don't know what it is. I think so. Please do. There's an iconic rest stop used to be in uh in a place called tea gardens it was a giant fiberglass rock kind of like replica of uluru i'm calling it the uluru but i'm pretty sure they called it airs rock which Mm, is the the uh, colonizer australian yeah the colonizer name for it yeah i don't think i've heard anyone refer to it as that in a very long time which just shows that i'm friends with the right kind of people Mm mm-hmm I don't know if it's more respectful that I'm calling the tea gardens monstrosity the Uluru or mm. if it's, I don't know. But the rock basically was a rest stop. It had a service station. It had a restaurant. It had a couple of like takeaway places in it. There was souvenir places. And also there was a shop entirely dedicated to selling how do I say this? Oh, boy. It's a slur. Oh, God. G-O-L-L-Y oh. W-O-G dolls. Blackface dolls. Love that. Yeah, blackface dolls. I guess I'll call them that. Yes. <laughs> just, just, and this was right before it burned down, which was quite recently, mm. in the last three or so years. Yes. Um, 
but it's iconic because everyone who travelled from Sydney to Brisbane or Brisbane to Sydney saw it, stopped at it, just because it was such an eyesore and you kind of couldn't miss it. Mm. If you didn't stop at it, you looked at it when you went past. Oh, yeah, yeah. We never really stopped at it. Um, yeah, I think we did once. Yeah, uh, yeah. And then never again because my family didn't really like white people takeaway. Yeah. And that's pretty much all they served there was like meat pies and sausage rolls and stuff. And if you get a good one, they're okay. But they weren't good ones. They were like, they were very bad. Uh, yeah, so that's where I had one of my camps. And um, that place is burnt down now. And I think probably for insurance purposes. <laughs> Am I allowed to say that? Allegedly. I mean, I was hoping it was just um, vengeful spirits burning well, it down. I'd like to think so as I'd well, like but I'm pretty sure so it was for insurance. insurance. For insurance purposes. I would love to burn something mm. down for insurance purposes. Why haven't I done that yet? <laughs> uh, do you have insurance on anything? No, but I have a lighter. Okay. And I love well, crime. <laughs> I'll just need to get insurance. If anyone needs stuff. anything burned down for insurance purposes, give me a call, baby. at gmail.com. Yeah. No, we're joking. Please don't. Uh, the government, we know you're listening because you listen to everything. I'm 100% serious. Please let me burn something down. Joking. Not joking. Joking. Not joking. They're joking. I'm not joking. I want to set it's a things bit. on fire. It's a bit. 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 <laughs> what, are you my lawyer now? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I advise you not to say anything. Um, I remember when um, when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Your father took you into the city to see a, a marching band? Fuck off. Um. <laughs> Are you impressed that I know that much? I don't know any or no, anything else. I'm not. Cause That's e- all I every, know. Jace, everyone knows that much. Okay. You want impre- yeah, to impress? I don't. You, you want Im- to impress surprised. me? You want to impress me? Go with a song that wasn't a single. Okay. Give me some fucking like deep cuts. Anyway. <laughs> when, I literally can't. <laughs> I know. When, um, when, I, when we were kids, everyone was really worried that Shane was going to, my little brother was going to turn out to be like a pyromaniac because he just loved to set, he loved setting things on fire. He loved setting things on fire. We had to give him like little scraps of paper and shit so he could go outside and set them on fire safely. So he had something to set on fire. That was his methadone clinic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we were like, wow. it was harm reduction. Um... Look, you can set things on fire, Shane, but I'd rather you do it in the house. Exactly. exactly. Or outside the house, but Exactly. Exactly. But he's he's pretty he's fine now. Um And you're the one Whereas that's... I'm like fucking I wanna commit arson. Oh, come on. Like fucking You put the arse in arson. Hey, hey, the amount of um like criminal minds episodes I've watched that involve arson and I'm just sitting there like, should I start taking notes? Should I start taking notes? Uh, I don't know, maybe. Mm. I know I've said before, watch Chicago Fire, but maybe if you're having those pyro thoughts, <laughs> don't, because that will make you want to set fires. It's like when you watch something, it's gonna you trigger think that you me. Can do yeah. The thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, all the <laughs> it's time. It's like I'm watching Chicago Med, I'm like, I can be a doctor. Yeah. Uh, no, I never have that thought. Uh, like I'm watching a renovation show, I'm like, mm. I could do that. I'm watching fucking Top Model, I'm like, I could be a model. And watching Chicago Fire, I could set fires. <laughs> 
for me it's always um for me it's always great british bake-off i will always mm. watch that and be like i could yes. do that i could make a fucking cake and flirt I... with Noel fielding obviously well, I could. obviously the latter you'd, oh, yeah. you'd be really good at that you've had years of practice inside your head yeah exactly we're already married in my head <laughs> so you can make your own wedding cake oh i'll make it i'll make it of his face <laughs> Wow. You can eat his face and then eat his face. Brilliant. He'd love that. He would love that. I watched Bake Off one time and like most people who watch Bake Off got the urge to bake something. We had absolutely nothing in the house. So what I did was I got puff pastry uh, and brown sugar and butter and just made a little brown sugar butter drizzly thing and then put it on the... um, on the puff pastry and then mm. braided it, like did a little plait and then put it oh. in the oven. It was really yummy. So That's really cute. This, uh, if you're broke and you have nothing, that's <laughs> something. Wrap it in puff pastry. Puff pastry is so versatile. I'm a big fan of puff pastry. I want to meet the person who invented it <laughs> and suck them off. They're dead, but, you know, whatever. Surely. Um... In heaven. We've spoken about the ghosts. If you're listening... The Let's guy who invented puff pastry, Jace, wants to suck off your ghost. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. So I'm going to tell another story about an ex-boyfriend. And it is uh, an ex-boyfriend that, that appears frequently on this podcast. I believe in the past I referred to him as Indiana Jones. Ah, uh, yes. Um, okay. All right. Tell me this story about Indy. <laughs> so, um, one time we were hanging out and we watched the movie uh, Chef. Do you know the movie Chef? It's um, my memory. Oh, I'm going to have to look it up. But basically it's about this guy who has like a food truck and stuff. And like, it's just a food porn movie. Basically. It's just like a little feel good food porn movie. And afterwards, afterwards, Indy's like, I want to cook. He lived in a really shitty little share house at the time. And there was like no food. So he literally went into the kitchen and made pasta from whatever was there. Jace. I love everything pasta. This face is telling me it was not good. No, 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 no. When I say everything pasta, I mean this man put slices of cucumber and orange in the pasta. Was it hot or cold? Hot. Okay. Why? Jace, I still ate it. Of course you did. Because you wanted to get dicked down. Uh, yeah, I did. But like, I don't, I don't know what was going through his head. Um, why he just fucking he made like spaghetti, and I think there were like some things in there that were like normal for spaghetti, Spag- like spaghetti, like like spaghetti as in the pasta. Um, so not even like a pasta salad, like a little noodle. It was long. It was spaghetti. Spaghetti. Okay. Um, Walk me through what was in it. I can't even remember what else was in it because it just burned into my memory is the fact that it was spaghetti with bits of cucumber and orange in it. I'm sure – I think there were other things. I think there was maybe some tomatoes in there or something. But, like, are you fucking kidding me? Are you – why – okay. Like, I, I understand. I understand, like, uh, if I watch a movie or a show that is heavily about food and is very food porny, I'm like, yeah, I want to cook or I more likely will just order some food. But who the fuck goes into their kitchen and is like, I'm in the mood to cook, sees that they have no ingredients or ingredients that don't make sense together. Okay, Jace, let's say you do that. Would you? Uh-huh. A, 
Okay. Go to the shops and buy some ingredients with which you could make a lovely meal. B. Order some food that is going to satisfy your cravings. Or C. Put cucumber in spaghetti. <clears throat> I would order some food if I had the money. If I didn't, I would go hungry. Honestly, yeah, same. <laughs> see, see, I would, if he cooked the pasta, maybe cut it up a little bit to make it shorter, cooled it, and then put like, like cucumber and orange in it with some sort of uh, light zesty sauce to make a pasta salad, that would no. be fine. But it was No, it wouldn't. Hot. Jace, Jace. It would be more acceptable. No. Jace, none of this is acceptable. It was spaghetti. Even if you cut up spaghetti, it's still skinny little fucking noodles. I'm, Cucumber, I'm trying, to, Jace. I'm trying to help Indy out here. Cu- no, he doesn't need help, okay? okay. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like he does. <laughs> he it sounds like he does. He doesn't need help. He has fucked every woman in Newtown. He doesn't need help. Um. <laughs> okay. Imagine if that became his go-to like meal. He's like, oh, really loved it, really ate it all. <laughs> no! And and then oh, after he fucks God. someone, he's like, I've got a really great oh, recipe, no! and he <laughs> makes this cucumber sp- hot cucumber and orange spaghetti. Hot cucumber. <laughs> because you oh, ate it. Oh my God! I don't look honestly. I don't think this man would want to remember anything about our relationship. Uh, I did not end well. We're still, you know, friendly, but. Yeah, he's not going to pull out the same moves he did on me, thankfully. So if anyone out there has had spaghetti with (laughs) cucumber and orange made for them after, like, by a man, then you have fucked the same man as Ree, and now you're in a little club. (laughs) Yeah. You know what he could go on? What show he could go on? Oh, God. Worst Cooks in America. Have you seen that? No, I have not. Oh my god! You know it I is don't so funny. watch T. I just I don't watch TV very much, so I've never even because you have of a this. job and a life and friends and you go to pubs and I I embroider and cross stitch and watch television while I do it. That is my yeah. job, my life. Um, but worst cooks in America is essentially what it sounds like. They gather. It's like Australian Idol for people who can't cook. <laughs> people who can't cook bring their best meals, and it is shocking the some of the stuff these people cook and then they pick the worst and then they try and teach them and make them better and then at the end the person who wins is the one that's uh improved i think it's like a ten thousand dollar prize but the end they've like improved the most yeah i thought improved the most but then as i said that i remembered that part of the show is at the end the last two remaining contestants cook a four course meal or something for these food critics and the chefs that are mentoring these teams, they say, they tell these critics that they made it. And then whoever, if they can fool the critic, then they get the money or something. It's so funny. Okay. But but, but if these are like celebrity chefs, okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Part of me thinks that maybe the critics would lie. Yeah, that's it. That's what I was like, thinking. I feel like they might lie as a suck up. But also critics like being bitches. It's like their that's job. That's true. So maybe that's they wouldn't. That's true. That's but true. I don't know how someone who can't cook is supposed to learn to cook in 10 weeks and fool uh, 
But anyway, I, I just like to. I, well, now I I'm going to learn to cook in 10 weeks. Just I suspend fucking... disbelief <laughs> while I watch that. It's like a fantasy show. I just believe whatever they tell me, even though I know it's not true. I don't care. This is this is Jace's version of Game of Thrones. Exactly. I've never seen Game of Thrones, but I've seen Worst Cooks of America. <laughs> uh, a little less nudity, I'm assuming, but, you know, I mean. same thing. But same thing. Some of these people are so bad. It makes me feel so fucking good about myself. They use scissors to cut things that don't that should be knives, right? I've never done that. Not kitchen scissors, like actual craft scissors. I've never done that. Re, you should go on worst cooks. Of <laughs> I should. I really should. I can't cook for shit. <laughs> Wait, let's. Let's pitch Worst Cooks of Australia. It's about time we had an Australian version. Yes, yes. And Re then can be on it. I'll be on it. And then there will be more nudity if I'm on it. So exactly. So spice it up a bit. <laughs> Re puts their dish in front of the, the celebrity chef judges and they're like, oh, what's this burnt bit over here? And Re just lifts up their top. It's like, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? And tries to like <laughs> dazzle them with I- their wit. Yeah, I will. I was thinking more just when I'm setting down the plate, I'm wearing a very low cut top, and I'm just like, "Here you go, here you go, Sarah." Oh, you're like, a little Nigella. Oh, I'd make a great Nigella. Mm-hmm. I'd make you a would. Great, I would, but you I wouldn't. Have, I have. You'd have to have your own show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, okay, okay. So maybe so you could like, get your own spin off from it. It's like it's like I'm Nigella, but what I'm cooking on my little Nigella show is really bad, but you're too distracted by how hot I am. That's perfect. And I want to see if I can get away with that. I want to see if I can get away with that. I'm like goth Nigella. Oh. One of the guys on Worst Cooks in America. Mm Mm-hmm. Is he hot? Are you about to describe a hot man to me? Damn it. No, I wish. Fine. Go on then. The first challenge, right, is to make your signature dish the dish that you think will wow them the dish that is your best Mm. one guy he made what he called i think he called it like a soup medley and what he did was he took four different kinds of canned soup put them in a bowl heated it up and served it to the chefs and that was it this is my this is the best thing that i cook soup and they were like you did not cook you did (laughs) you you opened soup (laughs) yeah I mean, look, and look, look, I love, I love a good, I love a good canned soup. I love a good fucking mm. packet soup, honestly. Two minute noodles, canned soup, whatever. Yum, yum. Love it. But fucking, not on a cooking show. No, not on a fucking cooking show. I mean, look, I guess the point is that these are the worst cooks in America. But mm-hmm. like this guy didn't even bother to cook. He just heated up. Exactly. He heated up pre-made soup. Oh my God. But, and uh, you've got to be bad, but... Mm. Like that's in not, this first that's round, you have to be bad. That's not but, necessarily bad though. That's just lazy. Like he's just yeah. Not they even can't trying. tell. They can't see if you can cook or not if you do that. So yeah. they're not going to pick you. Obviously, you got kicked out because they were like, "Well, we can't fucking work with this." Yeah. One woman in one of the uh, seasons kept calling tofu tofu. <laughs> this oh, sweet no. old woman. She was like. Oh, I never cooked tofu in my life. I never even seen tofu in real life. Oh, I didn't God. even know what tofu was. And it's like, and me and Michael, this was one we watched a couple of years ago, but we were yelling at the TV like, tofu, tofu. Oh, my <laughs> and it's like, God. That would have been so distracting. It was so distracting. But also like, 
we started calling tofu tofu as a joke. I mean, considering that you have an entirely vegan household, I can imagine yeah. that tofu... We buy a lot of tofu. Yeah, you get a lot of tofu. <laughs> it was just so funny. It's like, I don't know. like, And these people know they're bad. That's why they're going on the show. So I don't feel bad making fun of them. Oh yeah, but, no, yeah. no. Like they knew what they were they were getting into. They're not going on this show under the impression that they are great cooks and know everything yeah, exactly. about food. Yeah, but it's for a very, sure. it's very good. So I wonder if we will see uh, indie on on a version of it anytime soon. <laughs> and your best meal? Uh, what is this? You would you want to talk us through it? Yes. Well, it's um, it's pasta and. There's, Why uh, there's, there's him an cucumber. This is this is his accent. <clears throat> this is this is his accent. It is, he does. Uh, as pasta with cucumber and and tomatoes and um, I've got some some citrus in there. The orange. I'm combining no. worst cooks with uh, Bake Off. Oh my god! I I, ha- I have dated actual British men. I know you. Have. He was not one of them. I've dated several actual British men. I know you have. Oh lord! This is oh. the character that I've created for him. He's just he's. Just and also, he's character. wearing his Indiana Jones suit while he does the cooking and presenting. Oh my god! So he's like he's a little uh, posh Indiana Jones who can't cook. That's who he is. Um, any you know, res- I dated any, a- any residual feelings or attraction I had for this man. You're honestly <laughs> helping me get over it because I just you're welcome. I'm getting I'm getting the ick over things he hasn't actually done. <laughs> Thank you. I think wonderful. we're um I think this is like Fraser, the show where uh, I'm I'm Fraser. Okay, and I'm therapizing. You're, you're Fraser from Fraser. Yes, I'm therapizing. Yeah. It's a word. You. You're Fraser. I'm helping. Frasering. If you're Fraser, does that make me Niles? I feel like. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, my cat, Shammy, is Eddie. Yeah. And um, Michael. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> I had a boyfriend who. What's the word for it? Cooking class. What did we call that? Not home ec. We called it something else. It's I just don't cooking. know because I never did it. Once again. I did it. Once again. Hey, Reed, do you remember this thing? No. <laughs> Well, in but the, I, I in know the cooking what you class. Mean. I know what you mean. Yeah, I know the class. I just can't remember what. It was yeah, called. we were doing the cooking, and we were doing something with uh, capsicums, which is like red pepper, I think, mm. in America. Yeah, peppers. So, just generally peppers. Um, yeah, like peppers, capsicum. Yeah. yeah. And my boyfriend at the time was reading the instructions, and he was preparing the raw veggies, and I can't remember what what else was going on but he he was at the sink for ages I turned around and I'm like what are you why are you taking so long this is taking forever turn around I see him with the detergent (gasps) and and a capsicum cut in half and he's got the detergent and like a sponge and I said what are you doing and he goes oh the instructions said to you wash the seeds out of the capsicum. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. This poor man. Yeah. This poor, this man. poor little fella. Look, 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 look. Uh, I don't... Look, I don't 
feel as bad for him because one, you're in high school, so this is a kid. Mm-hmm. He might not have actually done any cooking before. Yeah. Um, two, he was just taking the instructions very literally. But exactly. Also, but also fucking detergent. Oh my god. I know. I'm like, see, I would have gone. Hmm. Maybe let's not wash the vegetable out with detergent mm. because we're going to be cooking that, and like maybe the taste would differ mm, but mm. i can completely respect um taking things literally maybe yes. maybe he i don't know where he is now but maybe he's got an an autism diagnosis now who knows i don't know it was very confronting to turn around and see this very tall washing a capsicum out with detergent and a sponge it was just it was just like what the fuck <laughs> but yeah that's my story about a boy who couldn't cook but it's maybe it was more just he he was too good at reading instructions <laughs> he was very good at reading instructions i'll give him a gold star for that yeah for sure for sure how do you feel about people that don't wash their vegetables i don't wash my vegetables oh thank god because i don't either <laughs> oh good i was sitting I'm there sure waiting that- i'm like i'm like i'm gonna bring this up and is jace gonna think like i i'll do it if there is visible dirt on them yeah if, if yep. they're, like, visibly dirty. But if I'm just... Coriander, like, I'll wash. Like, yeah. herbs and stuff that came, like, out of dirt and still have dirt in it. Yeah. I'll wash. Yeah. But if I'm just, like... If I'm just plucking, like, uh, you know, like, some carrots or a capsicum or whatever, like, off the shelf at the IGA, mm. I, I don't fucking bother washing it. Honestly. It's extra protein. I think it's good for you. Get a little I think dirt it's made there. us stronger. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's why we, we don't both, know how many. We, it's why we both have notably very strong immune systems and bodies. Yeah, it's why yeah. neither of us are chronically ill. It's why neither of us are disabled <laughs> at all. Um, I will eat carrots out of the bag without washing or uh, peeling them. I'll just grab them and eat them raw as Me a little too. snacky snack. Me too. Me too. They're great. I love it. Well, the skin of carrots is supposed to be really good for you as well and really good oh, for good. your eyes, you know. Um, well, maybe that's why I've stopped wearing my glasses. No, it's because I think they're ugly. I will wash celery. Mm. Why? Because that has that has dirt down in the little bits where it gathers. No, nah, I don't. At the bottom. Yum, yum. I wash the bottom. Do you, you eat the dirt even though you can see it? More dirt for me. <laughs> okay. Well, from the person who brought you, I would like to eat rocks comes yum yum. I'm going to eat dirt. And I'm, I'm going to eat dirt and I'm going to set things on fire. No, I mean like, wow. you know, if it, like, like I said, if it's like visibly like dirty, dirty. Yeah. But like most of the time when I buy celery, there isn't dirt on it. So... I do you buy bother. it cut or like with the butt still attached? I buy it with the butt or still attached. Do you just cut the butt off or do you eat the yeah, very up the butt off. The butt? I, cut the I butt eat off. all the way up to the butt, like so where there is dirt. Well, I bet your partners are. Happy. I eat the butt. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> I see posts of people soaking their fruit and veg and talking about how disgusting it is. I'm sure Hillpod will have something to say about this, probably. Oh, uh, yes. Some of our other listeners also, I feel like, will jump into the DMs and be like, I want you pe- are disgusting. Look, honestly, you guys are just feeding my degradation kink, so go for it. <laughs> go for it. You're the, you're the yes, haha, yes meme. <laughs> I love that. I'm the sicko um, at the window. Sicko.png. That's me. And so I see that people 
washing their veggies and stuff and they're yeah. like, look at all this shit that came out. Oh, it's disgusting. Look at this gross water. And I look at it and I go, yuck, as I bite into the vegetable that I did not soak yeah. or wash. Yeah. Yeah. I just, yeah, I never have. No, look, I've always been of the opinion, like, like a little bit is fine, you know, mm. like it's, I feel like it's impossible to be perfect mm. and like never ingest any dirt or bacteria ever. So I'll have little bits and pieces. Like I said, it's exposure therapy. Like whatever. I've said before. I'm just warming I'm very... up. I'm warming up for when I eat the rocks. Let's see. You've got to start with the little grains of dirt. Work I mean, your way up to the rocks. Did I? I am I, I, almost certain I've spoken about this on the pod before that when I was a child, I reveled in eating sand. Mm. I would just straight up eat sand. Just fistfuls of sand. I, yeah, I would straight up just eat sand. And when I'm at the beach, if I'm at the beach nowadays, I go for a little swim and some sand gets in my mouth. I'm like, all right, crunch, crunch, yum, yum. I just imagine like, you diving I, like I don't, down. I don't, I don't and then it just, out. <laughs> you're diving down and you're just opening your mouth and scooping up the sand on the yeah, bottom of the ocean. Yeah, I'm just running along oh. the ocean floor. <laughs> just like a little vacuum cleaner. Yeah. Just sucking up the sand. You're yeah. big time sensory seeking with that and I respect it. Oh, I, yeah. Yeah, I'll, almost certainly. I love that for you. Almost certainly. I, I, when I was a child, I just used to roll around in sand. I loved sand so much. <laughs> Is that a big I bet your parents fucking loved you. We had a sand pit in our backyard for a while. Um, they, mm. they like set it up. They fucking like dug out this section of the backyard they got in this massive truck full of sand and they made us a sand pit. And I was in the sand pit all the fucking all time. All the time. I don't they would want, love that. I don't want to think about how many stray cats probably shit and pissed in it. But yeah, I was there. I was there all the fucking time. I was in the sand. I loved the sand pit. I just wanted to live in the sand pit. I had a sand pit, but it wasn't homemade, which is weird because my dad made everything. Like I spoke or I said on Twitter, my dad made me crutches when I sprained my ankle, but because we couldn't afford crutches, he yes. made them for me. One crutch, but that crutch was actually fashioned out of a cricket bat that he had made. I love that so Out of much. a fence post. Oh my God. So my crutch was a cricket bat, but the cricket bat, bat was a fence post. And that is the Latino way of fucking, the Chilean way of fucking saving money. King you of can recycling. walk around with a little... <laughs> This man took reduce, reuse, recycle so fucking literally. Uh, on a king. What a king. Saving the planet one fence post at a time. Do you remember that basketball uh, ring that I had in my backyard? Yes. Jace had a basketball ring in their backyard. My dad made that. Oh, damn. Nice one. The only thing he didn't make was the actual hoop. Yeah. He got the pole. He, he got the massive pole. He cemented it into the ground. He made a backboard out of a piece of wood from somewhere and uh put the hoop up and then made the it was a chain out of chain he made a um, net yeah god yeah, damn he made like a net out of chain and that was sick as that i loved so that sick. that was so cool i was using it all the time but uh then as i got older maybe about 14 i learned what pole dancing was and i used it as a makeshift pole to pretend that i was pole dancing <laughs> which i'm sure that's exactly what my father envisioned when he put the basketball hoop up in the backyard. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. But he was really handy. He was always yeah. making shit. He made our barbecue out of, like, a half barrel, which is very – but, see, he's always had to make do because he immigrated to Australia from, from Chile 
And when they came here, they lived in Villawood, which ah, yes. was – he lived in a uh, Nissen hut, I think they're called, which is like a half barrel. It looks like a half barrel upside down. It's a massive – like what they had in the, like the army and stuff. Right. That that soldiers and stuff lived in, like a, like a curved half barrel thing. And he lived in it with like two other families – and there were no internal walls, just curtains for privacy. Jesus. So family, family, family in a row. Mm. And they had no bathroom in there. They had to go to a toilet block. I think he said they might have had like a little stove, but I can't remember. Yeah. And they had a mess hall that they were fed government meals from. And Jesus. he said that the place was overrun with cockroaches. There were just cockroaches everywhere. Yeah. And that was his... Um, his life, the first, I don't know how long it was that he was there, mm. but him, my grandfather, my grandmother and my auntie, they were all living in that little hut with two other f- families. So he had to like make do a lot yeah. and make, he, he said he would make his own toys. So he would make out of boxes and bits of wood and elastic bands, he would make guitars Aww, and him cute. and his friends started a band out of like with their homemade Aww. instruments. That's why I, I, I hold the Beatles really dear because they're they're what my dad yeah. loved when he first came to Australia and he was like That's listening to the sweet. Beatles all the time, and they were like the Beatles. They were <laughs> they yeah. they were like made themselves like the Beatles, and yeah. So he made heaps of shit. And that's why I think he's really resourceful now. It's because he had to be, but mm. it's he's kind of rubbed that off on me because mm. I'm also a MacGyver. I, like I call him Brown MacGyver. <laughs> um, he's just so good at all that shit. I love that. That's wonderful. I am not. I am not. I am. <laughs> I mean, like, I, I can be resourceful when I'm, – I'm good at being resourceful in emergencies, but never just mm-hmm. general day-to-day. To make something. No, I'm very much the type of person that if shit breaks, I will just buy a new one because uh, I will panic otherwise. I will just panic. You're a fucking millennial to your core. <laughs> this yes. is what boomers think millennials are. Yes. And you're just just – Lighting that fire like the pyro that we know that you are in your heart <laughs> and just stoking that fire and just burning the perception of millennials to the ground. I love to fulfill stereotypes, okay? I love to fulfill we know. stereotypes. I love buying things and I hate phone calls. It's very millennial. <laughs> I always like to say that I can't make things, but I can make things into other things. Like I can't right. sew a garment but for book week, I can buy two long sleeve shirts from Big W, stitch yeah. them together and make a dress for like one of my kids. But yeah, yeah, I'm not good at that sort of uh, actually getting a pattern, making something. Yeah. I don't think my brain works that way. No, my, mine doesn't either. I The amount of times that I've tried to like pick up hobbies that involve making things and I've just immediately just nah. Can't do it. Too many steps, too, too many, much planning, yeah. too much learning. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Like I always wanted to be a crafty person and I always mm. had like I always had like plans and I always had things that I wanted to do, but I could just never do them. I could never make my brain mm. work the right way for me to be able to to do those things. So 
uh yeah i just i just buy shit (laughs) i when i got really depressed i would like leave things and then Mm. i'd look at them and think "Mm, i'm just gonna chuck it and buy a new one like the effort of maybe cleaning out a big pot that's had rice in it for a couple of days and stuck to the bottom and i'm just like there's no way i can get this out i'm just going to throw it it's gone it's everything i have i have literally done that before i have done that before I, myself. everything's yeah. disposable if you're depressed enough yeah <laughs> literally literally i have you know i've thrown out perfectly good pairs of pants because mm. they've got they've started to get the um thin in the crotch Yes. I'm like, no, nah, I don't want to have to deal with that new pair of pants. It is. I I have gone through so many pairs of jeans. Mm. It's not funny. I'm keeping the denim industry alive at this point. Do you buy stretch or non-stretch? Stretch. That's why. I ha- Jace, I have to. I'm fat. <laughs> I'm also fat. But I, I don't like the feeling of non-stretch yeah. jeans. I cannot stand it on Well, my that's skin. fine. That's like, fair very, very Don't say it's because you're fat. Well, no, but like that's one of the reasons that it's uncomfortable for me mm. is because it just kind of it rubs on. You all my don't like rubs. how it feels on you. Yes, yes. I wear exclusively non-stretch denim. I will yeah. not wear stretch just because yeah. I don't like how it feels on me. I used to as a child uh, and a teen would pretty much, I thought the same as you, like because everything was skinny because I like the baggy look now. You like the the skinny look still. Yeah. So that's why stretch works for you, I guess, because it's like yeah. you like it snug and I like it like yeah. maybe your father would have worn this. Like, you know. Getting, yeah, getting getting skinny jeans in stiff denim at my size, yeah. nah. Yeah, doesn't exactly. Happen. Doesn't happen. But yeah, apparently the reason that stretch denim wears out so quickly in the crotch is because it's made of so much elastine, which is mm. um, elastic. And that wears out faster than the cotton fibers. So when when your legs are rubbing together when you walk, the mm. elastic is what goes first. And that's why you end up like having holes in your jeans and stuff, which yeah. is interesting. It makes sense. But I didn't learn that until like four weeks ago. So yeah. I'm just passing on my <laughs> newfound knowledge before it leaves my head forever. Mm. And um, I'm not going to use this knowledge. I'm going to continue. Oh, to I know. The jeans that I like. <laughs> I'm not trying to convince you not yeah. to buy stretch denim. Yeah. I want you to wear what you like. Mm. But that did interest me. And also the reason that jeans stretch out and then you wash them and then they go back to normal is because they're elastic. So the elastic is wearing, like, is stretching. And then when you wash it, it springs back, which was yeah. always my issue with jeans was that I would wear them and they would get so big and stretched and I would just be miserable because I was like fuck this looks like shit yeah and then I stopped wearing jeans for ages and then I just I've recently gotten back into jeans like I bought a pair today and they felt really good and I'm in jeans I'm jeans again I'm jeans again you're jeans again (laughs) I'm team jeans team jeans (laughs) not jorts not jorts again not the big Kevin style ones not the big Kevin style jorts I wear my little uh, short jorts. Short jorts. <laughs> That's literally just putting it back to the, I think the, those the original are just word. Shorts, Jay. <laughs> there is a difference between <laughs> denim shorts and jorts. We know this. That's the reason. Well, I like denim shorts. Jorts are their own thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah I wear not, denim not, not, shorts not now, but ones. not no jorts. Maybe for the hundredth episode. I'll buy some jorts 
and wear some jorts and do photos with jorts. Do the big Kevin jorts, yeah. Yeah, I think that yeah. would be wonderful. And I think you should do that. All right, I'll do it. I'll, I'll pin it. Put, it. put a pin in it. Put a pin in it. <laughs> I love that. I, love I feel that. like... I feel like I can't stop talking this episode. You say something. No, no. I... <laughs> Don't put me on the spot like that. You know that that's... that's I, I, you put me on the spot, I can't come up with anything to say. Like, I, I will just say things organically as they as they jump into my head. But, like, I'm very much the type of person. I, I feel like you are too. Like, when someone puts you on the spot like that, it's really hard to think of oh, yeah. things to say. I very much, like, feed from conversation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when Me things too. jump into my head, I will just say them immediately. You know this yep. because of how much I talk over you and how much I'm like, oh, I have a joke. I have a joke. Stop, stop, stop. And then I tell my dumb joke and then we continue with the conversation. This is why when we started the podcast, I told Ree that they're not allowed to be drunk while we record because yeah. when Ree is sober, <laughs> they can stop themselves. Yeah, <laughs> drunk, I'd nope. Yeah, I will not get a word in. I literally would not be able to get a word in. Which is fine if we're just having a little conversation, but when it's a yeah. podcast, it's yeah. it's a little different. Yeah. I do have something actually that I wanted oh. to bring up. Okay. This week, the week that we're recording this, not the mm-hmm. week that we're releasing this. Yes. So when you're hearing this, it will be a week after. Yes. Is the two year anniversary of, of Piss Roof. It's Piss Roof anniversary. Yes. Happy yes. Piss Roof anniversary, Ray. Happy Piss Roof anniversary, Jace. I can't believe it's been two years. I know. It's been two years since I've been anywhere that isn't Greater Sydney, which is wild. Wow. I mean, I mean, I mean, given the two years that it was, it kind of makes sense. But yeah, it feels really weird that I haven't really travelled in two years I haven't really seen anyone outside of my immediate kind of Sydney circle in two fucking years it's a good sort of um it's a good indication of time because Piss Roof was in November 2019 yeah and then by February the pandemic had hit yeah yeah it was very we were hearing soon whispers of it at the time yes but so basically we all went into lockdown a few months after Piss Roof mm-hmm yeah yeah it's so bizarre to I, think of that because i think covid covid did start very late in 2019 hence covid 19 um but yeah i think yes. it was something like october november was when it started popping up and we were just like oh okay mm-hmm. we didn't really think it was gonna hit here uh how naive we were <laughs> <laughs> but yeah eating yeah. our words yes much like eating our words like cucumber spaghetti Oh, went down about as good as well, I would say. I reckon, I reckon. But, you know, I'm happy that things are doing a lot better now, at least for us here in Australia. Um, We managed to get it pretty much sorted. Took us a while, but we got there. Um, Yeah, we're hoping that it will stay. New South Wales Wales is about to hit 95% single dose, which means we will most likely get to 95% double dosed, which is fantastic. Um... But yeah, it took us way too long to get there. <laughs> way too fucking long. Do you guys have to not wear masks now? You do you still have to wear masks? We have to wear them in certain situations. So like, uh, yeah, I, I think I asked you this last week. Yeah, I was on a bus today. I had to wear it on the bus, but when I got off the bus, it was fine. I went into a shopping center today, and I had to wear it in the shopping center. But oh, I, really? 
Yeah, yeah. But when I was eating in the shopping center and sitting down and eating in the shopping center, I was allowed to have it off. And I went into uh. a pub today. And when I was up at the bar ordering, I have to wear it. But once I go sit mm-hmm. back down and I have my drink or whatever, then you can take it off. So, yeah. So your your restrictions are like what we had almost the whole pandemic. I think so, yes. Because you guys... We don't... You guys never really got hit as hard as we did or no. as Melbourne did. We were, we don't have to wear masks at all now unless public transport and, you know, hospitals and stuff. But I feel like such a criminal walking around now because I went to the shops too today and I didn't have to wear my mask. Yeah. And I was walking around thinking, I feel like I'm doing something wrong. I think it's going to take a while for that to um, to feel more normal for people. I think, yeah. like, there, there are definitely going to be long-standing repercussions of all of this, not just in terms of people people's uh, physical health, but mental health and just kind of the way that society functions now. Yeah. Um, my, uh, my office uh, where I work, uh, we are downsizing to a smaller office. One, because mm. I, th- I think the lease ran out, but – they sought out <laughs> they sought out a smaller office on purpose because they don't want as many people to be working in the office like we pretty mm. much all can work we can we can all work exclusively from home um there are some team members that do like to use the office so that it'll be mostly i think it's like our accounts team they like to use the office um, but yeah, so my job, um, from moving forward will be almost exclusively from home. I, I, I will never have to work normally in the office, uh, from this point wow. forward. I mean, I'll probably still go in for like meetings and stuff. And like, if I, if I want to go in for whatever reason, I can do that. I have that option. But other than that, I will be exclusively working from home, which is going to be really interesting to see how that goes moving forward. And it's going to be really interesting to see how that works for everyone moving forward, just in general, just as like a, that's a thing that's accepted widely now and it's used widely now. Yes. I'm trying to find a job that I can do from, essentially that I can do from bed because- I'm recording this podcast I'm sitting up but as soon as I finish I go and lie down and I'm in so much pain oh because just my body can't hold itself up it can't do that sitting or standing it's it doesn't it just doesn't do that so I'm trying to find a job that I'll be able to do from bed but it's I mean I'm applying there's not many places that Mm. are advertising as remote or work from home work from doing what I can yeah that's it yeah um but yeah, but it's good. There are more jobs now for that than there used to be. Definitely, definitely. It's going to open Which up a good. lot of opportunities for people, I think. Um, and it's amazing that uh, people are realizing now that, wow, you can do it from home. Wow, you, you can. can accommodate people with disabilities. Yeah, you can do that. We have the technology. I mean, <laughs> look at look at me and you. We are recording a podcast from, you know, across the country from each other, essentially. Exactly. Like, I'm right down the bottom. You're up near the top, so... Yeah, that's it. If I could do it from bed, I would. Unfortunately, the studio is down here and <laughs> my bed is not soundproof. I have literally recorded from bed before. I think there's been a few there's been a few episodes, especially early on before I had a desk in my room where I would literally be sitting on my bed and I would have mm-hmm. the laptop and the a microphone book or something like, yeah, like balanced on books or on like yeah. my TV stand. Um, but yeah, I am happy that I can do it from a desk now, but much like you, um, yeah, basically as, as the, when we're done, I pretty much get into bed immediately 
because you know like it is it is quite tiring for me and it also is. we record <clears throat> also we record in the evenings and it's especially at the moment because we've got daylight savings it's now or later uh for us yes. here so i'm i'm I, I, when we finish recording, it's like, okay, I'm going to bed now, Jace. Like, I have to go and sleep or mm-hmm. I, or I And won't. when we finish recording, it's like, okay, I'm going to go have dinner with my family now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because you, you have the time to do that. But like here, it's like, you know, it's, it's the, e- the evening proper. So mm-hmm. yeah, but it is, it is nice that, you know, we can, we can make that work and yeah, it's, it's, it's really good. And I'm really happy to see that that is a These much more widely accepted thing now. Yeah, it's pretty bloody exactly. awesome. Yeah, so here's to here's to us being able to record this from our separate homes, hundreds That's and hundreds it. of miles away from each other. Aww. Aww. I was very not against watching podcasts on YouTube, but mm. I like to listen to it while I do things. So like yeah. um, my embroidery that I mentioned or cross stitch or cleaning or doing something like that Mm. and if I'm just using my ears I can focus my ears on that and then my eyes on the other thing and I also like to mark everything that I listen to as played and listened to but so many podcasts have very engaging video content now that I end up putting on YouTube and I get nothing done because I'm watching them but it's been really good for us because a lot of the podcasts during the pandemic they had to either stop Mm. do it remotely and then learn how to do it remotely and there were lots of like technical stuff yeah or sit six feet apart in their little studio and it's so awkward looking yelling it's so awkward looking yeah like I was sending you some videos of a podcast I was watching today shout out scissor bros what's up and they had to like they're so far apart and they had to stitch it together and Because they can't sit near each other. They yeah. can't have a shot where they're together. In the earlier ones, I was watching some of the ones from last year. And it just, I feel really, uh, yeah, I, I feel like I'm talking to you. Like we're having an yeah. intimate conversation, nice because, even though you know, we're states away. We're facing each other and we can we can hmm. hear each other properly and we can look at each other's faces. We're not yelling. Yeah. I feel like I'm, I'm one tall capsicum washing boy away from you. <laughs> Uh, when in reality we are many, many tall capsicum washing boys away from each other. If you laid all of our ex-partners. That's a lot of detergent. (laughs) If you you laid laid all all of our ex-partners down end to end. It wouldn't even make it. And I've dated some very tall men. Very tall men. My most recent serious, I would say serious, like my most recent relationship that was like a year long, he was fucking six foot six. Like I've dated some very tall men. Um, But even then, like... We're, we're quite a ways from each other, which I think is... I only dated one short man, Macca's boy. Macca's boy, yes. Beep Test Boy was very tall. I'm well Capsicum aware of boy how short Macca's boy is. Oh, I know. <laughs> when he was looking up at you and yelling at you at work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah pretty much. Yeah. Beep Test Boy, Capsicum Boy were both tall. I haven't, I don't know if I've, oh yeah, I've brought up Funeral Boy. Yes, you he's have. the one that I hooked up with after the funeral and yes. then ghosted. Yes, whoopsie. Uh, he was tall. I don't. Ex- I like short. I think mm. short is good. I like short guys. I like short girls. I like short people. I think I, that's fine. I'm not against the idea of dating short people. I just, yeah. That just, I don't seek. It's just them how out. it tends to go. Uh, that tall, lanky yeah. boys tend to 
be attracted to people that look like me. And I'm like, cool, because I think you're hot. So it just it just <laughs> tends to be how it works for me. <laughs> yeah, I, like I don't rule anyone out. No, no, and, like neither. based on looks. But no, no. It just so happens that it just kind of worked out that all everyone has been tall. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> Except Macca's boy. Except Macca's boy. Ah, oh, well, if only Macca's boy could see us now. <laughs> Towering oh over God. him. <laughs> I'm glad he can't. Yeah, no, thank God. Thank God for that. Well, Jace, this has been an absolute <laughs> pleasure. Um, oh, and darling. I have a question for you. What's the question? I'm the, the, the question is. I'm shocked that there's a question. Oh, what? Um, the question is, even though I willingly, I mean, look, given this episode, there's only really one thing it can be. Given that I willingly ate hot spaghetti with cucumbers and oranges in it to impress a guy, do you still like me? Seeing as that is entirely on brand for you, I think it would be very... What? Redoing uh, some stupid shit to impress a dude? No, never. Of course I still like you. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Even though I turned Peppa Pig's theme park <laughs> into a racist haven by saying that the term puddle jumpers sounds like a slur... Please, please, please tell me that you still like me. I still like you. And I have one <laughs> last thing to say. In my brain, because because I said carpet munchers earlier, my brain, whenever you say puddle jumpers, my brain cor- auto-corrects it to puddle munchers. Um, wow. I don't know what that would be. And I Is honestly it- don't want to find out. <laughs> That's a new term for when you're eating your partner out when they've got IBS. Jace! <laughs> Okay, bye. (laughs) This has been another episode of Do You Still Like Me? A podcast for the unhinged by the unhinged. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at DYSLMPod. And you can also contact us at DYSLMPod at gmail.com. You can find me, Ree, on Instagram and Twitter at Remansel. And you can find Jace on Instagram at jace.cordova and on Twitter at jacecordova. Thanks for listening.